a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Side sources. Inside sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon. This is Mary Richards filling in. I'm trying not to say good morning all afternoon because I'm a morning reporter here and it's usually the morning when I'm sitting in front of this microphone. So good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Sources. Again, I'm Mary Richards sitting with State Senator Todd Weiler. Turn on your microphone. Hi, Mary. Hey, welcome to the booth. You've been here a lot. You know the drill. I should know better. <laughs> this is the new studio, though. This is my, only, my second time in the new studio. It's very or pretty. third time. It's very know. fancy. Yeah, it, it took be- forever to build. Yeah. You tell me about it. <laughs> you weren't here. They, uh, by the way, you guys can watch on kslnewsradio.com and see what we're talking about with this beautiful new studio. So, welcome to the show. We've got a lot coming up. We're going to talk about Halloween, some of our uh, opinions on the timing and ages and candy. So, we'll want to get your text later on in the show about your um, thoughts as we gripe next year about Halloween. We don't. Have yeah, like what? What time is too early to start? What yeah. time's too late? And yeah. when are you too old to go trick or treating? Yeah. We got some ideas. If you have some, start getting those texts like, ready. If you've got a driver's license, maybe you're too old. <laughs> Just maybe. If you're driving to another neighborhood to keep filling up your bucket, you're too old. We're also going to talk about some uh, in this whole vaping discussion. Um, some of the protective factors that you can give your own children, and this is any household. Uh, we're going to share some of those great things that you can do today to child uh, to stop or to prevent your child from doing anything risky behavior like alcohol or marijuana or vaping. Uh, and so that's going to come up on the show. But first, we always start with. Now, I wanted to call it Newsmasters of the Universe because on the morning show that's what we do, and I am, shall I say, a repeat champion. I mean, I'm not going to boast, but I am going to boast. Sounds like you're bragging. I'm bragging a little bit. It's a humble brag. But right now, it's called Host in the Hot Seat. That is what we have been calling it, News Quiz, Host in the Hot Seat, uh, the the filler for the last half of the first segment, whatever whatever we want to call it these days. <laughs> slow roll into the show. Right. I am producer Robin Garfield here to quiz our hosts and see uh, what headlines have been making them tick and what their thoughts and opinions might be on some of the news of the day. So are you guys ready for this? Okay. Okay. I pulled uh, about five headlines. We're going to read them. We have few minutes, uh, take 20 seconds to a minute, I don't, there's no timestamp on this, uh, and just react to the following headlines. All right, this one caught my eye because as Mary was just saying, it is, in case nobody out there knows, I think a few of our listeners know it is October and it is Halloween is coming. It's a little, a little bit of a big deal. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> you people, your TV shows, you have time to watch. All right. Um, this one is just a, a fluffy headline, but well, first off, well, let me read the headline. I'm getting ahead of myself. Haunted, a haunted house in Tennessee is requiring a 40-page waiver, insurance, proof of insurance, and a drug test. They're saying it is so scary, you have to fill out this waiver, uh, have a doctor medically clear you. It can take up to 10 hours to get through the haunted house. Are you guys haunted house it, fans? No, but that's a, that's a brilliant marketing strategy because we're in Utah and we're talking about it. Right. That is free advertising. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mary, you wouldn't you wouldn't go into a 10-hour long haunted house? If I house? had a spare 10 hours, I would sleep. 
only teenagers and college students go to haunted yeah. houses, right? Yeah. I'm 52. I don't go to haunted no. houses. I have no interest. No interest at all. That's insane. The, oh, the McCammy Manor experiences in Summertown, Tennessee, and Huntsville, Alabama require visitors to be at least 18 years old, insured, and pass a background check, check and a drug test before you go in. I don't a know drug what, test? I don't know what either one of those are for. Anyway. So background checks cost like 35 bucks. Yeah, I had to get one to and cover drug the tests legislature. Are not, are not Look at this either. pass. I can go cover you up at oh, the Oh, wow, because you got the background check. I did. Check. It was so squeaky clean. I don't even drink soda. They were like... <laughs> This girl passes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. So that's the that's our first story. Second one is a little more serious. Uh, we did just move here from the Bay Area. These are stories that hit home for me. California utility company admits it may have ignited the fire that is burning up in Napa Valley. This is PG&E. They did b- rolling blackouts yeah. last week to prevent this. Now they're saying that uh, faulty electrical equipment may have ignited a wildfire that's burning through wine country. Have either one of you heard anything about this? Have anything? I've come? heard about the fire. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the blackouts. Yeah. Uh, and it's isn't part of this because they're trying to not use um, electricity. They're trying to rely on alternative. So yeah. they part of that, but they cut power to prevent fires, and then they turned it back on and caused a fire. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's really sad. Are it we is. supposed to give these thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, what, just, yeah just opinionate. Whatever. Uh, I think my my sound of the day is going to be boo. Yeah, yeah. If you have an infrastructure that can't support itself running, yeah. So I'm all in favor of alternative, you know, sources of energy, but let's phase it in and not like kill people. Right. <laughs> That's my thought. Right. Got it. Yeah. I like that. All right. Another serious story. Felicity Huffman uh, has been released from federal prison uh, after 11 days into her 14 day sentence. She was sentenced in this college bribery yeah, she, scandal. Yeah. She, she bribed someone to get her daughter a scholarship to an Ivy League school. So so they let her out after 11 days. Instead of 14. And so she got out three days early. She did. Mayor, I don't know if you heard anything about this. Yeah. Do you maybe, have any thoughts on... Maybe it was good behavior. Yeah. It sounds like... Or she <laughs> bribed them to get her out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. There's the real She's story. Like, listen, do you have a child that needs to go to college? I know a guy that can help you with your SATs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Lori Laughlin hasn't been sentenced yet, but she's fighting. So Felicity uh, Huffman pled... Uh, guilty and they gave her two weeks Lori's right. fighting it she's she is she's I kind of loved her on wind calls the heart and full house and you know so I don't know I is, feel like they're gonna try to was go she after like her. Jesse's wife on full house yeah yeah, she was Aunt right. Becky. Aunt Becky, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. But then her newest role that everybody loves, if you're my age, a mother with children and work in the news and you need a stress reliever, it's Wind Calls the Heart. I've never... So, is it on Hallmark Channel? No. Robin! Quit your other shows and watch this <laughs> I don't even know. Where is the Hallmark Channel? Is this on... It's on cable. Is yeah. it? It's so beautiful. Okay. It's just a nice thing you for You can me. watch a Christmas movie every day of the year. You can. Maybe two. <laughs> well, this is the one I was, I was reading yesterday. They're releasing all their Christmas movies now, and there's this big controversy oh, yeah. over it. Hey, and they, no just, they just filmed one last month in Bountiful, and it's going to get released like November 28th. Oh, very cool. Yeah, like on Bountiful Main Street. Oh, very cool. That's they awesome. film a lot here. Because it's a beautiful place. Oh, man. Keep going. All right. We have one more kind of heavy story, and then we'll try to end on a, on a light note. We were talking about this earlier. Harvey Weinstein, uh, made a, he went to an actor's showcase in New York City, just sat in the audience recently. I, I didn't realize he was out and roaming around, but one of the comedians on stage called him out during her set, and she got booed. And then there was this big back and forth in the audience. People were booing him and booing her. Why is he still out roaming around, and what do you guys think about the story? He he's he's a, a despicable human being, mm-hmm. and I do believe for people, other people with lesser offenses like Harvey Weinstein, they ought to have 
some way to repent and 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 come sure, forward, but but not this reading week, no. just a few of the things that he did. I mean, just really, uh, it just hurt hurt my soul. He's a bad, evil man. Yeah, I don't, I don't abused his power. Right, definitely. Yeah, uh, his trial I think is set for January. I was reading, but he made I guess it was a million dollar bail, so he's out. Yeah, he's very wealthy. And and you know, Obama's one of Obama's daughters was his intern like two or three years ago. Summer oh, intern. Oh, yeah. I think I read that. Yeah. Crazy. No, I don't. No, stay at home and watch Netflix. You should not be going out in public, <laughs> right? People and the, hate you. And the comedian was like, uh, was like making fun of him. Yes. In her act. Yeah, which, she was calling him out. I mean, yeah. kind of in a funny way, but she was brutal. Mm. I watched the set last yeah. night. It was it was hard to watch, but yeah. she didn't pull any, or she did. She pulled. Pulled punches? Didn't pull punches? She didn't pull punches. Didn't pull punches. I don't know any of these. This goes into our grammar segment. We'll, oh, we'll probably no. do later on the show. Oh, pause. Irregardless. Irregardless. <laughs> That's a joke. It's supposedly. Flam- flammably. <laughs> um, all right. We only have about a minute left. I always like to ask our host. This isn't a headline, but uh, we have some new release movies. Movie show talked about today. I'm not actually not even sure. I looked up the big movies. No, no big headlines. But last week we had uh, Zombieland 2 came out. The Joker's out. Are you guys going to go see any movies this weekend? Or what are your favorite big <laughs> movies coming out? I told you. If I have spare time, I'm going to sleep I'll, i probably will not see a movie until star wars yes same except or, my wife our family traditions we always see a movie on thanksgiving but it's usually like a g-rated or frozen 2 yeah we're gonna oh, see frozen, frozen 2, 2 and then star yeah. wars and i like i've seen frozen no, 2 no oh, was that little clip at the beginning of well, some movie we saw frozen was, fever oh yeah there's God. been a lot of little vignettes now this is gonna be a full feature we're going to find out where Elsa's powers come from. Ooh, I have a three-year-old origin daughter. story. Yes. And then I have four boys, and we are so excited about Star Wars. So the movies account, we're going to go see the rest. Boo. But the movies you mentioned, zero interest on my zero. part. Zero. Zero. I'd all rather right. go to a haunted house. Oh, <laughs> all right. I think I would, too. There we're we on go. the same page. Okay. Wonderfully. We guys passed our news quiz, host in the hot seat. You did great. Um, what is coming up in our next segment? Get us uh, into commercial. We actually have some breaking news I'm going to mention really fast here. This is something happening in the Alpine School District. It's at Lone Peak High School. And the Alpine School District just confirming to me that Lone Peak High School is currently on lockdown. So this is what happened. The school district says that police received a tip about someone with a weapon at the school. Uh, They are currently searching the perimeter of the school. They say that's all clear. Also searching classrooms uh, and waiting for confirmation on how that's gone. Again, uh, police called the school when they got a tip that someone saw an individual with a weapon at Lone Peak High School. The school's on lockdown. Police are there. And so those who are texting us, that's all we know so far. But we should be able to get some more information from the Alpine School District. And when we do, we will pass it on to you. Uh, Coming up, we're going to have our uh, uh, news headlines here in just a minute. And coming back after that, we're going to check in at Utah Gives Back over there at the Salt Palace. Keep you posted on what's going on over there. Uh, KSL News Time now, 1245. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. And welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mary Richards, your guest host, along with State Senator Todd Weiler. 
and we're going to be here through three o'clock. We do want to keep people um, up to date on what's been going on at Lone Peak High School. It is on lockdown because there was information about a possible person seen with a gun near the school. It does look like a large police presence, which does seem scary. But they are asking parents do not respond to the school. They will let you know and as soon as they can about the all clear. Right now, all the students are fine and safe. But again, we have reporters on the way and we will keep you posted on that. Uh, right now, this is a segment that um, I've been really excited, been looking forward to all day, just as soon as this news came out, about the new uh, Lead Together. This is a, a public service announcement uh, led by the Utah Jazz. And and with us on the line, we have, uh, we're excited to actually have two members of the jazz organization. We have Don Sterling the Executive Vice President of Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment, and also Elena Pappas, Vice President of Marketing and Fan Development for the Jazz, both on the line with us. And first, uh, and we're so th- grateful you joined us, but first let's play this PSA that's going to be now aired at uh, arenas and such around Utah. Inside these lines, it's all about winning. But some lines can never be crossed. Because no one wins when respect goes away. We need to take responsibility when the words we hear cause pain, anger, and divisiveness. Be mindful of what you say. If you hear something wrong, offensive, or hateful, speak up. Speak up. Speak up. This is our state. It starts here, in our house. Opposing teams are not our enemies. They are our competition. Stand for our teams. But don't stand for racism. Don't stand for hate of any kind. We can change the game in a way that's more positive, more inclusive, more empowering, and just as loud. So I'm taking the lead. I'm taking the lead. Donc, je prends le devant. Estoy tomando la iniciativa. Yeah, pero es mi gobierno. I'm taking the lead. And you can too. And fight against discrimination. And inequality. And injustice. And racism. Because if we all take the lead together, hate falls behind. It sounds amazing. I recognize a lot of people in that PSA, that public service announcement. So, again, Don Sterling and Elena Pappas joining us now live on the KSL Newsline. Talk about how this came together and your hopes for this new video. Well, thank you. First of all, thanks for having us uh, on the air today. It's it's an exciting day and an important day. Uh, We just began to look around and, and realize there were some incidents taking place at all levels of sport at the pro level, at the college level, high school level, and even at youth sports. And we know that a a PSA can't change the world, but hopefully it begins to start conversations that take place in classrooms and boardrooms in the workplace and perhaps more most importantly around kitchen tables at home where people can have conversations about what words are, are appropriate to say. And uh, we, we have the best fans on the planet here in Utah. The jazz fans are second to none. It's a, it's a competitive advantage to us. I think this, the schools would feel that about their fans as well. So for us, this really isn't about not being loud. It's it's about the words we choose to say in the heat of the moment, and uh, we just sense that with the role we play in, in this state and this community, we wanted to gather together our friends and, and with an effort uh, that says to all of us, we can do better. And I love how you have Kalani Sataki from BYU and Kyle Whittingham from the Utes and other football coaches, and you've got the 
the monarchs and the and the Real Salt Lake. It's a real kind of sta- and even the bees, a state, statewide effort here. So that um, yeah. was was that hard to get everybody to agree to do this, or was that pretty easy? You know, what was really meaningful about putting together this PSA in this spot was as soon as we reached out, whether it was one of those professional sports teams, the collegiate teams, the individual athletes, as soon as they understood what we were trying to accomplish and as soon as they read the script, they were all of their responses were a resounding yes. And so that really felt like it, this was a collective effort from the beginning. And so in a lot of ways that made it easy because when we would go to to the different sites to shoot these videos, everyone took it seriously because you could tell they, they have all been affected by this in one way or another. And I hope this trickles down to like the Little League games because that's where I'm seeing Junior some Jazz, really cr- yeah. cringy. I mean, we've had some high-profile stuff happen, you know, at professional arenas, but it's it's the parents of these kids as well. I hope I hope everyone gets the message. And that's really one of the things we're looking forward to most as well. We've already engaged with the Utah High School Athletics Association, but also with our junior jazz program, which serves over 60,000 players across seven states. You know, we'll add that lead together to their message of sportsmanship, fair play, and respect. But really, this is just as much for the kids as it is the parents. And if anything, we can just help spark those conversations on the field, off the field, you know, around the kitchen table, just to make sure that we're all educating ourselves and holding ourselves accountable for the words that we choose to say. Yeah, I thought it was so interesting how I got this message immediately that words matter. You know, I think we often say, oh, I was just teasing or I didn't mean that or I was just free speech, but our words matter that we choose. Yeah, you know, there's a couple things to think about about that. Um, first of all, we we have to accept and embrace that the era of I didn't know these words were hurtful or hateful has passed. And um, we we all know when we have a sense when a word we're saying might be on the on the edge or on the line. And if we have any question, we should have that discussion. With, with those around us. Yeah, that's so important. And, you know, um, the professional referees, are I think, are pretty well paid. My fear is when I go to some of these Little League games, you'll have a 15-year-old kid who's the referee, and you've got parents and coaches deriding this referee who's like a 14- or 15-year-old kid. It's like, and those kids are not well paid. They're paid, but they're not well paid. I just, I feel so bad all around. And, and again, we, we have great fans in here in our, in our state, and they're rabid. Um, they love their teams. They wear the colors. Um, uh, and, and we don't want, we're not saying any of that should change. I mean, we, first of all, this is a state and a community that's very welcoming. Uh, we, we enjoy competition. Um, but you're right. Um, even, even at those younger ages, we've seen stories of, of youth umpires just having to leave the game. And and because of of the things that have begun to be to be said. And I think just to add to that, you know, when we're I think that is all too common, but you'll see it in the script with a resounding speak up. You know, let's make sure that we're speaking up when we need to be, whether that's to defend our teammates, someone on the other team, our fans, other fans. You know, let's make sure that we're speaking up and and letting people know that that's not okay. One of our. One of our allies in this effort is is Miss Emma Houston, who's with Salt Lake County, oversees the diversity and inclusion 
area for the county, and, and she, among many others, uh, thought leaders in the diversity, inclusion, and belonging space uh, were very helpful to us. She, she said, it starts with you saying to yourself, I will own my own space. It's a big issue. And, and again, the only way that – and Utahns have the ability to rise to the occasion. And how do they rise to their occasion on this one? It's if each of us commits to, to saying, I will own my own space. I will not be one who says words that could be hurtful or hateful. And as, and as Elena said, we also need to be courageous enough in those moments to say to those around us, you know, that's probably not an appropriate thing to be saying. And uh, we can help each other. Yeah, lift everyone. We can be those better fans and families. I, I so appreciate your time and telling us about this. Again, it's the Utah Jazz unveiling Lead Together, but it's across all sports, uh, universities, athletes, all ages in Utah, this effort uh, led out from the Utah Jazz. Again, that was Don Sterling with uh, Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment and Elena Pappas with Marketing and Fan Development for the Jazz, joining us live on the Chaos and News Line. Thankful for their time. We're going to get a quick break for uh, some traffic and news together, come back with another update on what's happening Lone Peak High School. Again, to let you know, it sure seems like everybody is safe, but there is a large police presence. The latest coming up next here on Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mary Richards with Todd Weiler, filling in till 3 o'clock today. Todd, State Senator Todd Weiler. Can I call you that all day? Oh, yeah, you can call me Todd. Okay. One D or two Ds? I know, uh, two Ds. <laughs> we uh, we have we we have some interesting thoughts on Halloween. You yeah. think that today should be Halloween? Yeah, I think the last Friday in October should be Halloween. I think everyone would be happier. That'd be a great idea. I mean, nobody likes Halloween on a Sunday, especially in Utah. Well, it's no, not so a Sunday you do it this Saturday. year, but yeah. But it's going to be. It's the middle of the week. Teachers say the next day it's just a mess at school. Yeah. I have to get. I have to go to bed early. I wake up at three thirty to oh, come wow. into work. Yeah. So my children, we go trick or treating at like five. We're like, let's go, yeah. and we're done at six a.m. or p.m. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they would trick or treat all day if I would let them. We're in our costumes. Why can't we go now? And have you ever? I mean, like, what's the appropriate time to start trick or treating? So I think in my neighborhood it's about five. I yeah. think Is it, it feels like, like for the dusk? little kids, kind of like just before dusk. Yeah, I can see that. So, but ending. So here's where, if you guys uh, want to weigh in, call, uh, let us know on the Utah Community us, yeah. Credit Union KSL text line, yeah, five seven five zero zero, or you can even call and uh, vent for us. Maybe and, we need a state resolution setting like oh, this is the trick or treating time, like okay. five to five to eight. Todd, you guys can't even do a resolution on daylight savings. I time. know, and I, know. I will not even go on about daylight <laughs> so savings time. That that hurts because it's true. <laughs> but yeah, so give us your thoughts. We'll come back and share some of those. What time should you start? What time should you end? And then what age? I remember coming home from school when I was a little kid, and right after school, I'm like, I'm going to go trick or treat. My mom was like, No, it's it's too early. I'm like, Who say, who makes these rules? <laughs> who like says? it's Halloween, and I'm it's after school. Why can't I go trick or treating? <laughs> Did the president say? <laughs> so again, call us 801-575-7668 if you got an opinion. Text us five seven five zero zero. We'll share some of those when we come back after news, traffic, and weather. What time? What age? When should we celebrate Halloween? Personally, maybe should we even at all? But that's another topic for another day. This is Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mary Richards, uh, guest hosting today. I'm a reporter here on KSL News Radio in the morning. Also with me, Todd Weiler, state senator extraordinaire. <laughs> 
And you have the power, Todd. Can you please make a resolution to make Halloween the last Friday or Saturday of the month in Utah? I'll, I'll do it. Excellent. We need the whole. We need the whole country to do it, though. Oh yeah, that's probably true. Because there's nothing that special about the 31st, right? I something about All Saints Day and All Hallows oh, okay. Eve and okay. some tradition. Blah blah. It's 2019. I spent Halloween in Shanghai one year, about six years ago. I was shocked at how many people in China were dressed up for Halloween. Oh, fun. It, it is an American holiday. Yeah, that's true. So, but is. people like it. Everywhere. We're getting texts about this, and that's on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500 if you want to weigh in. Because we asked you, what do you think about ages? You know, to when is too old? Also, that time frame. This person says, Todd, as far as time to trick or treat, 5 to 9 p.m. I think I agree with that. Okay. I think, yeah. It, I think anything Nine's after 9. It. Anything after nine is definitely too late. Not acceptable. So I want to ask you this, Mary. What what do you do when you run out of candy? Let's say oh. it's like seven thirty, yeah. and like you're bottom of the bowl. What 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 have you done in the past? In the past, I've just turned, just completely closed the blinds, turned off the lights. You know, the whole house <laughs> says go away. Have you ever like rummaged through the cupboards to see if there's anything else you could give? Like <laughs> actually, oh, like no, microwave popcorn that. or have you given out microwave popcorn? I have, yeah, I and have. I've received it. <laughs> From somebody else who ran out of candy. In the past, when my little kids have gone to sleep, I've gone into their buckets and given that out because they oh, don't need that. Yeah, much yeah, candy. they don't. So text us in on our UCCU text line and tell us what you've given out when you've run out of candy. <laughs> what, what's the number? 57500. Zero, zero. So you've rummaged through. You're like, I'm out of candy. Oh, yeah. I got to give yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, someone in the newsroom said pennies. pennies. Well, that was Robin Garfield, our producer. I think you should do pennies. quarters these days. Come on, exactly. Especially <laughs> if you live in one of those neighborhoods. Don't go cheap, people. Come on, full size yeah, candy bars. And text us in and tell us where those neighborhoods are. Are where you get the full Snicker bars. Yeah. I want to go trick or treating there. Yes. Can you? Yeah, because what did you say? If you're old enough to drive, you shouldn't be trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll find a kid to I take with me. I will drive my children to your and rich neighborhood. Just so you know, Mary, when I'm giving out the candy, some years it's my wife, but when I'm, I always give the adults some too. It's it's a classy nice thing to do. It's I, you know, I like it do. when someone does that too. They're like, and yeah. some for you. Because you know they're going to steal it from the kids totally. if you don't. Yeah. Your Reese's peanut butter cups are mine. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to avoid conflict in the family. So <laughs> someone else texted, um, all ages should be allowed to trick or treat. I'd rather our teenagers be doing that than getting into trouble. Okay, I get that. Um, That's fair. Uh, someone else agrees it should be either the last Friday or Saturday of the month. It makes sense, you know. And, uh, oh, Someone's given out Pop-Tarts before. Pop-Tarts. Oh, I've done, I, yeah, my kids have come home with Pop-Tarts. I mean, they're still in the wrapper. Oh, that's good. You know, you don't want to just You interrupt someone with their snack? Yeah. Well, here you go. <laughs> but can we agree um, that raisins are never a good idea? Not never. In fact, any any fruit. Right. Like, don't give out apples because everyone thinks there's razor blades in there, even though that's never in the history of the world happened. It's never happened. Uh, someone texted in, I give ramen to the teenagers. Oh, ramen. I actually kind of like that idea. My kids, my teenagers love ramen. Yeah. Like, like they worship it. <laughs> it's a little unhealthy. <laughs> uh, someone says, I would take any trick-or-treater any age. So, again, if they're doing that. I don't turn them away, but I do. I'm a little bit funny. judgmental if they're like. Six feet tall. Mm-hmm. So. With a pillowcase and yeah. maybe a wig on, yeah. like they've tried. <laughs> like, eh. Or with no. no costume at all. Yeah. My son's 14, and I think last year, no, it was two years ago, we were like, I think you're getting too old for this. Yeah. But my friends are going. I'm like, fine, don't ring the doorbell past nine. Yeah, it's there you go. It's too late. Good advice. Yeah. Uh, someone says, they put the empty bowl on the porch with a sign, take one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're but too they late. Take, but they take more than one. <laughs> well, no, if it's an empty bowl, this is take Oh, an one. empty bowl. Yeah, you've oh, come that's too clever. Late. Yeah. I just, like it. So you still look like you're not a Grinch. You're, you've been you, giving out Yeah, candy. you're not going to get egged because you tried. I know. I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people know us. We've lived in the neighborhood. Because like, it's trick or treat, right? 
Oh, the other thing I do is I ask the little kids, okay, I want the trick, and then they don't know what to do. They don't. Yeah, they're like, what? No, just give me candy. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I do a trick? My mommy says to be nice to everyone. You're a stranger. I hate you. Kick you in the shins and leave. Uh, Someone says that they have received a can of assorted fruit. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's desperate. Yeah, that's... Scrounging through your pantry. Pretty bad. Like Like a fruit cocktail or what? Just, Just... just turn off the lights. You're out. Yeah. I think we've answered the door and said, oh, we're all out. But then their faces looked so yeah, sad. Yeah, they're so sad. Like I walked all the way up to your porch. Um, <laughs> full size early in the evening, says a texter. Ooh. Big bag of snack can, uh, snack size or granola bars if I run out. Okay. A lot of people saying teenagers are okay if they dress up. Okay. I, I, I'm more sympathetic to that. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. You know, and, and also too, like uh, I will say too, my... um. Uh, I've had good good friends and family members too with disabilities, and they're going to go any age because that's yes. that's amazing. Oh, I agree. I'm, that's awesome. They get a pass. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, I love this texture. I have given out the samples I've taken from hotels. Ooh, small bottles of shampoo and soap. Oh. It was a rough year. Oh, the kids are not going to like that. <laughs> not even the teenagers. No. Not even the no. adults. Probably no. unless it's the mouthwash. The teenagers might get a kick out oh, of it. Oh, Todd, you're scaring me. <laughs> uh, I've given out Happy Meal toys that are unopened. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's especially for little kids. Yeah, there's one house in our neighborhood that'll give out like glow sticks or like a cute little pencil or like not pencil, but little like dollar store toys. Do you, ha- nice. do you have the house in your neighborhood like I do that like they, they like give out hot dogs and they, they open the garage? Oh, and, they'll do like a yeah, big yeah, like, like fall a party. festival yeah, thing. Yeah, a bowl of chili or something yeah, like that. Yeah, fun. it makes it like a neighborhood yeah, thing. Yeah, I do it's like a gathering. That. Yes. Uh, I've never contributed, but I've always partaken. Maybe I should offer to bring something yeah, this year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hot apple cider. Or bring my five children over and like yeah. clear the table. Free dinner, kids. Eggs. <laughs> uh, let's see what other people have said. They have said, uh, if oh, come on. If I run out of candy, I give out the extra hot sauce packets I've collected. Don't no, do that. that's wrong. That's but wrong. the Chick-fil-A sauce, actually. I would take those. I'm always looking for those. One liter uh, soda pop left over from a party somebody gave out. That, that's going to weigh down the <laughs> that's bag. Down that's going to weigh down the, even the pillowcase bags. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Again, someone texting, don't judge who's at your door. And that's a good message. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. You know, and also this is a good reminder, someone texting us too, don't forget about the blue pumpkins for uh, children with autism. Uh, I can see that. Or, or the teal pumpkins, I think, isn't that also signal allergies? Yeah. Like this is an allergy safe home. Yeah, Because yeah. there's nothing scarier than trying to trick or treat and worrying about your child, you know. Oh, I like this. This person gives out individual bags of chips. Oh. It's nice to have something salty to mix up the sweet. Yeah, so I like sweet and salty. Yeah. So. My friend from Texas says they give out boiled peanuts boiled those are big in the south yeah i was like really like people go nuts for boiled peanuts in the south yeah. and they're not bad are they i've never yeah, tried they're kind of like beans because they're cooked so. so they're like soft yeah you're eating like a yeah that's just like kind of weird though. it is a little weird but it's it's uh, my my mother grew up in the south and it's okay. a staple down there is so, it yeah and for is that okay to give it out trick-or-treating um i think in the south but not in utah don't do it here <laughs> uh, unless you live in southern utah Oh, like that's Dixie. south for no, sure. Yeah, yeah. St. George, go for it. Uh, let's see. Someone else says two liter. Oh, full size cans of Pringles they gave Ooh, out. That's, yeah, where do they? What's did they where, get an address? <laughs> we're gonna write them privately. Uh, I'm gonna need to come over to your house. Someone says we should do both Halloween and a trick or treat day last Friday or Saturday of the month of October. I'm just I'm totally on board with that. Yeah, and I'm okay with Independence Day. I think that should be the first Saturday in in. Um, you in think July. so? Yeah. I think Independence Day should be a Saturday. But it was July 4th. No, it was actually, if you read John Adams' journal, it was July 2nd. He thought July oh. 2nd would be the day they 
they celebrated. So there's a little ambiguity there. Okay, so we can move that date just fine. Like I said, that happened years ago. Yeah, it did. (laughs) Nobody, nobody cares. We need the sarcasm. They just want, font. they just want the parade. Just the parade, the fireworks. But, but if you do it in the middle of the week, then you get a, you take vacation. That's true. Oh, so we do do it the first Friday then, or the first Monday? No, Monday. the Friday. No, the Friday. And then you get the three day weekend. Got it. I'm on it. We're on the same page. I'm going to run for Senate. <laughs> Coming up next, we want to uh, go back and check in again with Utah Gives Back, brought to you by Select Health. This great event happening over at the Salt Palace. And uh, again, thank you so much for your texts. We'll keep reading those during the break. Mary Richards and Todd Weiler here on Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. With Todd Weiler about all things Halloween. Yeah. Getting a lot of texts uh, still about the things that people give out at the door. And yeah. Whether teens should still trick or treat. I'm still stuck on the full size Pringles. I love that idea. I would have, I, that would have made my whole childhood. If I got a full can of full-size Pringles, I would just hide that in my room. Yeah. None of my 11 siblings would know Yeah, I'm one of 12. There's something special about Pringles. Like, how do they get them all exactly the same? Yeah, and stacked together. Yeah. So kudos to that texter. Uh, this person says um, that they got a can of tuna fish one day, I guess, when that person ran out of candy, and they almost threw it through the front window. <laughs> yeah. It was so that, that might get you arrested. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Uh, other people defending teenagers, trick-or-treating. They say they deserve to have fun on Halloween like the rest of us uh, as an excuse to hang out with their friends and get some exercise. Yeah, I don't think the kids are doing it for the exercise. <laughs> Got to get my steps, Mom. No one loses weight on Halloween <laughs> I'm going to go trick-or-treat get my steps. No, they're getting candy. Uh, someone wrote in on the Facebook page that, um, you know, if you go to these homes with the full-size candy bars in the, quote, rich neighborhoods, you're going to get less candy if you go to something that's more densely populated, condo complex, yeah, because the houses are door, 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 door. apart, like in the rich neighborhoods, and right. they got the really long driveways, right. and then you, you got to hike up a hill usually to get there. It's hard work. So working yeah. for your candy. So I want people to text us in on the UCCU uh, text line. Um, tell us what your kids or what you are dressing up as of uh, for Halloween this year. Yeah, what is the popular uh, costume this year? What are you seeing? If you've already had some parties so far, so I'm going to go as Robert Mueller. Oh, are you? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, are you now? No. You'd have to put on some weight. Like, well, yeah, I've done that <laughs> this fall. <laughs> and that also brings up something I want to hear from people about. Adults dressing up. Uh, okay, yeah. not okay. Family theme, you know. I think it's okay if like, if you're going to a party with other adults. Yeah. You know, just don't make it too risque. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But, is yeah, I mean, should you? Uh, is this just for kids? Should there be an age limit? We've already established that our texters think that teenagers should be able to trick-or-treat. But adults dressing up and family themes, is that going a little too far? Well, it's kind of fun like when you, uh, The Incredibles, like when you see a family oh, dressed yeah. up as The Incredibles. Actually, that's kind of fun. Yeah, that is kind of I fun. I have seen that. And then um, Andy Farnsworth, our traffic guy, his family last year went as all the characters from Inside Out. Oh. That was kind of, yeah. that took a lot of work. That would be. And it was really cool. That, yeah, so, I haven't seen that. props to them. We did Star Wars one year with all of us because we're just obsessed at my house, but it felt a little weird. I felt weird with Princess Have Leia. you been to Star Wars Land at Disneyland yet? No. I went in August. That was so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was fun. Was it? Yeah. Oh, Tom. That'd be fun to go on Halloween. Yes. It would be cool, actually. Oh, my kids would go crazy. Okay. So let us know what your kids are dressing up as. What are the hot costumes out there? And weigh in on the adult thing because these are things we need to know. Yeah. And then it gives you an excuse to Mary and I need to know what you're going to be for Halloween. (laughs) I need some ideas for my own children. Actually, what they're going to go as is whatever I have in the attic. I'm actually looking for ideas because we have trunk or treat tonight in my neighborhood. Oh. And I may dress up. Who knows? Are you going to decorate your trunk? 
Uh, no, but my wife will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all know who's the best wiler yeah, yeah, <laughs> around sure. in Utah. There's no debate. We're going to get some news, traffic, and weather coming up. And then after that, we'll continue this conversation. Get your thoughts on Halloween. Text us 57500. This is Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mary Richards with Todd Weiler, and we've been talking all things Halloween, or as other people call it, Halloween. Scary stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to play this sound. There you go. There you go. Because we want to know about, you know, we've been kind of discussing trick-or-treating time and ages. Now, I want to know what are the costumes that are hot this year. And let us know. So my children, like I've already said, are going to be what's in my attic because yeah. A, I'm a miser and B, it's very expensive. Yeah, it is. I actually will go after Halloween and get costumes that I cross my fingers they'll really want to be the next year. That's yeah. a really smart idea. Well, does anyone want Captain America? Because so far everybody said no. <laughs> I have four boys and none of them want to be it. And I bought that. Uh, someone says, this uh, lady, let's see, or it might be a guy. I went to a Halloween birthday party for a grandson. I am 70, and I dressed as a fancy ghost, and they loved it. So that's okay if you've got a reason for dressing up. Yeah. Personally, my take is if you're an adult, you probably shouldn't be dressing up. <laughs> it's a little weird. You're an adult. Go make money. <laughs> be an adult. Uh, this person says teens trick-or-treating is okay. I get it, texters. You like Teens trick or treating. We were kind of bashing them earlier because we've felt been like appropriately shamed. We we have been corrected, but my take is adults dressing up kind of weird. Family theme maybe, but you know that that dad is like, I don't like this. I don't <laughs> do this. My wife made me do this. Just don't dress up for your family portraits. Those are always creepy. Right. <laughs> Talk about things that make me stressed as heck is getting my family all matched for Chris, for uh, family portraits <clears throat> for the Christmas card. So let me ask you this. I believe, sincerely, I don't want to see any Christmas displays in stores until after Halloween. Okay. I used to say after Thanksgiving, but I've relented. Oh. But I saw stuff like before Labor Day, and that's just wrong. Before that, Labor Day? That, that's wrong. That is wrong. You got to let Labor Day and Halloween have their, you know, their- Give their, them their time. Give them their time. Give let people enjoy those holidays that deserve it. Yeah. Before you start trotting out Christmas. Yeah. That being said, I will now confess to everybody listening that I have been watching Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies already. Yeah. For like the last two months. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> They're just so cute and cheesy, okay? I work in a stressful my, environment. My wife loves those. Okay, good. She absolutely loves them. I feel more and more that she and I could be friends. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could. I think we could. But she wants me to put them on the computer in the kitchen because she doesn't want to sit down. She's too busy during the holidays. I get that. She doesn't want to sit down for two hours. Yeah. So she needs to like watch it while she's cooking or doing something. And that's my whole point about those movies is they are the kind of movie that you can do while you're doing other things. So in my house, um, we kind of have a thing where all my children don't want to fold the laundry. I don't mind it because the rule is whoever folds the laundry gets to pick the show. So guess what mama picks? Something oh, cute, and you Hallmark. know, yeah. yeah, or something like that, you know, or Net Netflix even is starting to up their game with these kinds of cutesy, yeah, rom com, yeah, easy enough movies. Because I have to go to bed so early that I'm usually watching something when my kids are awake. So if they're in and out of the room, they're just going to roll their eyes at the cheesiness. They're not going to see anything or hear anything inappropriate. So, what do you like to watch on Halloween? Oh, so this is a good question because I know people out there have their 
traditions that they just have to watch a certain movie or they has to be like this or that. Because you can go different directions here, Todd. You can go scary horror or you can go cutesy Halloween like mm-hmm. Peanuts, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm not – usually there's a jazz game on. That's You know, I'm I'm not the best Halloween keeper-upper person. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something you always watch? Well, like for a, Sleepy a while ago, or? we used to watch the the Lady in White or the Woman in White. Oh. It's kind of a scary, clean Halloween movie, but yeah, not so much anymore. Now that our kids are grown, so yeah. Growing up, we would do like maybe a Hitchcock suspense or something, you know, along those lines, like yeah. wait until dark. Um, Todd, breaking news, this just happened to me. Handed Uh-oh. to me. What's that? People who put up Christmas decorations early are happier. No, they're not. <laughs> And not only that, but they're making their neighbors depressed. So, <laughs> so how early is too early? You I said, say, I say, I, I still think you should wait till after Thanksgiving, but at least November, at least wait till November first. November first. It says psychoanalyst explains that decorating for Christmas brings up feelings of nostalgia and can evoke strong feelings of childhood. People who decorate the outside of their homes are also seen as more friendly. And, and I believe that, but. You know what? If I love it if you decorate your home, but you need to undecorate it. Don't leave those <laughs> things up there in July. You know, if your Christmas lights are up in July, you're failing that, at something. That does seem something like important. Something's wrong. Yes. Yeah. If you've left them, so you don't think that person put them up early. You think they'd left them up from the last Maybe. year. Maybe. I mean, I, I have my suspicions. I actually uh, saw a story last week. I think it was in Ohio. There's this family, a large family, that like to gather for Thanksgiving, often at the family seat in Wisconsin. Mm. But that comes with lots of travel in a very cold, and windy all the time. And all the cheese. Too much cheese. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so they decided this year they were going to celebrate earlier in Ohio when the roads were dry and they could travel. And the neighbor called police. What's going on? They've got Christmas decorations up oh, in September. Geez. Something's wrong. They're like, we just wanted to be with the family. So I think they said they couldn't find any like code issues that they oh. broken. It was fine. Just <laughs> but go they ahead. Looked. But keep it down. But they look. Yeah. The, I think yeah. the officer did come. And he's like, uh, I don't think you've broken any code. Yeah. So anyway. Good for them. Yeah. So they're happier. So take that. Someone wrote in, for Halloween, my wife dresses as a Harry Potter witch and gives out books. Interesting. Yeah or nay? Uh, nay, because no. nobody nobody's gonna be excited about getting a book, right? I know they're probably gonna they might like leave it on your lawn in several they're pieces. Like, Thanks, John. <laughs> they just drop it. Uh, that could be something you could regift later in the night. Yeah, you've run out true. of candy. That's true. I do like um, I do like getting more books for my children. That's true. But I think on Halloween they're just so excited about candy because every Christmas I always try to give my children new books, and they just was like, oh yeah, thanks. Yeah. But then they'll read it. Yeah. Because I make them. It's all about the sugar and the salt. I mean, I think yeah. if you handed out like little Dorito bags, they'd be okay with that. <laughs> yes. Or full size Pringle cans. Yes. As we have established yes. on the show. Someone just texted in uh, a wrong take. <laughs> Adults that don't dress up equals lame. Oh. Incorrect. Well, you're being shamed again. I'm. Okay. <laughs> I'm switching that. Adults I'm dress okay up. with adults dressing up as long as it's an appropriate like setting. True. So that makes sense. Yeah. Appropriate costume. Yeah, an appropriate setting. An appropriate so. setting. Time, place, manner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like the First Amendment. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I'm learning with you. <laughs> There's a house on our street where um, they have a theme every year of their decorations and their costumes, and these are just two adults. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. I don't think they've ever had children. They are really into the spirit. One year she was an inflatable dinosaur and it was the best thing in oh, the world. Oh, wow. I love those inflatable T-Rexes, you know. The, those are the best. Absolute best. And then they'll hand out something that has to do with their theme. Like that year with Jurassic Park, it was a little, um, like little dinosaur toys and stuff. Okay. 
Okay, they're they're calling us out here, Todd. Uh-oh. Adults dressing up on Halloween is weird, but matching outfits for family photos isn't. I'm not saying matching. I'm saying coordinating. Like we just rolled out of bed no, and we I'm all like, look great. I, I'm not talking about like matching outfits like you all have corduroys and a blue shirt. Yeah. I'm talking about like you're in costumes in your family <laughs> portraits. Like you're all dressed up as dinosaurs or as Christmas Or Disney trees. villains. Or, yeah. Okay. That is so, kind of weird. I'm ta- I mean, I think it's kind of nice if you're all, you know, you're all kind of wearing... Or the boys are wearing one thing and the girls are wearing... I mean, yeah. that, those are those are classy. I think so. And you need to make it look effortless, and there's no reason at all that anyone was crying behind the scenes for that picture. Everybody's <laughs> smiling, everybody's happy, and gosh darn That's it, right. smile! That's right. That's how ours went last Saturday. Uh, <laughs> coming up next, if you still have some opinions on this, let us know, because, uh, you know, I get that. But uh, there's some interesting things I want to share with you from someone uh, who used to work in the industry writing the messaging for vaping and e-cigarettes that was directed right at children. You don't want to miss this. This is crazy stuff. It's coming up next here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL. I'm Mary Richards, co-hosting with Todd Weiler in, in uh, the next segment. At, so stick around through the news, but we're going to learn more about the things that you can do to have an, pretty much an antidote to vaping and other risky behaviors that your children might be doing as we uh, speak live uh, with the Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health about the things you can do. Ahead of that, this was so fascinating, and Robin Garfield joins us now in studio, our producer of Inside Sources. Uh, You were telling me uh, as we were preparing for the show about this job you had for a short amount of time uh, where you had to... Well, you, you basically had to, you were kind of writing up the descriptions for these kinds of products, like vaping products? Yeah. So before we moved here out, when I was out in the Bay Area, I was a contractor and I would just take jobs as they'd come across, you know, people would seek me out to write. I, I was marketing and copy. So a lot of the jobs people would say, hey, we have products for our website. We need, you know, you read the blurb. This is what the product is. And they need a hook. You don't, they wanted something kind of fun and splashy to describe. And most, lots of companies do this. It's obviously not just, you know, vaping, but so I would come and write product descriptions uh, for companies. And so, yeah, uh, about a year ago, I got a a request to write copy for e-juice, an e-juice company. Uh, And I... We're not saying the company. No, I can't say the name of the company or or any of the name of the products or anything. They're based out of California, so they're, they're nowhere local here anyway. And I thought, first off, they paid really well, so... It, it looked like a good gig. And I the only exposure I'd had to the vaping world was I'd heard of friends who, you know, I was hooked on cigarettes for 30 years and then I started vaping and now all I do is vape and it's been great. Uh, so I started writing these product descriptions for what they called e-juice. Uh, there was a lot of direction given around what we could and couldn't call it. Uh, we couldn't use colloquial words. Obviously, joint isn't really a word they use anyway, but they, we were very specific what we could and couldn't call the products, which is normal in a job like this. But as I started writing for them for these products... And I have little kids. The wording that they wanted me to use seemed very targeted to a yes. younger audience. Yes. Um, and I don't want to even say it was like a, like little kids, but definitely teenagers. Mm. Um, and I was able to find, uh, I printed off my copy that I'd wrote and submitted to them. And so I was reading it before the show. And it really is interesting, you know, uh, creamy banana slices. Uh, I was trying to, some of the names, unicorn, bananarama, you know, all of these names. You know, adults were fun. We like fun stuff, too. So it's not just this isn't just teenagers, but it the wording seemed like they were pushing me to write stuff for a certain demographic. Yes. And 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 they are, are yet, you know, telling Congress, telling health officials, no, it's not for we don't market to teens. But this kind of wording and these flavors mm-hmm. really sent a red flag to me. Well, and I started looking some things up and 
older users, teens tend to be heavier users. They get a hold of it. And, you know, we is there's a cognitive developmental period. And usually, hopefully, as adults, we get to the point where we're able to pull back and restrain a little bit. But if you can get a teen going from 8 a.m. in the morning to 8 p.m. at night, or midnight even, on these, you've got a customer forever and ever and ever. And I don't want to, you know, there are, we have vape companies in Utah and we have great, I've talked to some of the people recently with all the stories, uh, the president of the Utah Vaping Association, people who are concerned about this just as much as we are. And they say we are not marketing to teens and we are not trying. So I don't want to paint this picture that all people in the vaping no. industry are going after teens. But it was this teens. one company. But this one company definitely, and that's why I ended up, I worked for them for three, two and a half, three weeks. And even though the money was great and the schedule was great, I ended up sending them an email. I didn't say any you know i just said hey the timing's not going to work out but i was talking to my husband i said you know we have three little kids i don't want to be part of a machine who's working to to market essentially to them in five years yeah and that just felt what were some of the phrases and things so i was looking through this um you know we have you know for a fun time first breath of creamy fresh banana slices to a strong finish of sweet cream banana rama sure to become a part of your rotation it's more the names uh flavor profile we have uh, oh, e-liquid was another thing we called it. I'm sure the vape, you know, experts here tell me they're all the same thing. E-juice, e-liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have highlighted more of the the ones. Uh, but it was enough that it. It was enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, provide users the best possible products on the market. You know, fun time, great time, exciting, social. All of them. You know, with get together mm-hmm. with your friends. Uh, that for a doesn't long... seem to be marketing to get someone off of the step down from cigarettes. It seems to be getting a new customer right. connected into this quote unquote fun time with a good flavor. Right. Yeah. All right. It was break for news. Thanks so much, Robin Garfield. This is Inside Sources. I'm Mary Richards. We'll come on back talk about ways you can prevent your own children from trying risky behaviors next. On KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. And welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mary Richards with you through 3 o'clock. And also with me, State Senator Todd Weiler. And this is a topic that has just been something that is so much on my mind as a, a mom of teenagers and preteens. And all these stories we're doing about vaping and lung disease and nicotine problems. Here's the thing. You can protect your children, your teenagers. You can do things now because that will offset any of these other influences of risk, right? That makes sense. Protectiveness that you can give your family. And and these are things you can do. And so I'm so glad to be joined live on the KSL Newsline by Susanna Burt. She's the Prevention Program Manager at the DHS Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health. And thanks so much for joining me. I know we had a long chat about this yesterday because I'm uh, working on stories about this, Susanna, but I was glad to have you join me again to kind of walk through this again. Thank you so much for having me. So the sharp survey results kind of came out showing, and we've kind of been reporting on this on KSL Radio, the numbers of our teens and youth, really, uh, engaging in these risky behaviors and how many are with marijuana, tobacco, uh, vaping, and drinking, and things like that. But this is what I want to focus on. I want to give parents some things that they can do. And, And not just parents, but anybody in a home what are some of those protective factors, the prevention uh, that we can think of and tell people to to try? Absolutely. And it isn't just even in the home. It's even in our neighborhoods and communities. This isn't just parents. It could be grandparents, aunts, uncles, neighbors, teachers, law enforcement. Um, the biggest thing, though, is staying close with the kids. Uh, and that means 
It isn't about going just to Disneyland, which is a fantastic thing to do, and it creates great memories. But staying close to them, like asking questions about what they do, and sometimes that communication can be hard. But seeing, like, if they like to play a video game, sit down and play the video game with them. I don't love video games myself, but my kids play certain things, and I have to sit and figure out what it is that they're spending time with. Um, But that's a big one. Our carpool or... Sometimes when you're just driving a kid to and from an activity, you know, sometimes you're really overscheduled and having those 15 minutes in the car talking to them is the, a great way to spend time uh, connecting and seeing about how their day was, any issues that come up. Um, but that's the biggest one I want to focus on or would stress people to do, staying close to your kids. Um, the other thing is checking in. So it's okay for you to send a text message. A lot of things like vaping or underage drinking occur on those times when, as a working parent, they don't have anyone checking in on them. So sending them a text message between 3 and 6, um, just saying, hey, how you doing? Just checking in, see how the day's going. Is there anything you need or whatever? Um, and then the other one is setting boundaries. It's okay to have a conversation with your kids saying, even if you as an adult over the appropriate age drink or smoke or vape, um, you can say it's not okay for you as a developing child with your developing brain and body to use this. And it's okay to set rules. It's okay to say, hey, you have to be home by 10 o'clock on a Friday night because you're 12 years old and that's that's a, a rule in our household. I want you home and I want you safe. Those are the things kids desperately need, and they help prevent so many of the negative outcomes, like using substances, even having suicidal thoughts or depression. These all are all protective factors that help prevent against those risks for yeah. that. Yeah, I, I love um, that idea, and I've written down some to, to think about with my own family, check in with them. Uh, even those little little things add up during the day of those check-ins, set boundaries, talk about it. Uh, set rules, set a curfew in the talk about it part. So we do know that adults make choices and some of our listeners do drink or do vape. If you're doing that, you can still have conversations with your teen, correct? Absolutely. Just because like uh, we had a conversation with people who may have been in recovery. Um, if you've ever done something, it's okay to have these very open conversations and still say, I don't want you to experience this. It's not healthy. Um, our kids are developing, and we know from science and research that our brains are not fully developed until we're 25. So it's okay for us as adults who are in our 30s or 40s or 50s to say, you know what? As long as you can delay using that, that is so much better for your brain and your body. It gives you so many more opportunities. And that's where the conversation should start. Um, The other things you can do as a conversation is that you can say, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do something healthy. That may be sports. It may be video games. It may be uh, theater. But giving them some opportunities to show you that they want to be, you want to be involved in their lives and that they have something good and can get praised for. Everyone likes to be said, hey, or be told, you did a great job. So instead of always having to say, don't do drugs, don't do alcohol, don't do this, um, having a conversation with them about, gosh, I saw that you got a B plus on that report that I know you worked so hard on. That's fantastic. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, specific praise and encouragement. You know, I'm also looking through the Sharp report about, um, and this, uh, and and different ways of offsetting these risky behaviors, like. Uh, if you do have some family history, if you're in a, a, a neighborhood that's that's poor, or if you aren't doing as well in school, let's kind of offset that with these kinds of things. Family attachment, Absolutely. maybe family traditions, this the sense of of belonging, maybe as well. Absolutely, those connections that you're making, and the Student Health and Risk Prevention Survey, which is the Sharp Survey, it's it's got a lot of data in there that even local communities, and so we talk a lot about families, but. Remember that it's an entire community that we want to shape. And um, we really do have a lot of protective factors or things that we can do as a community, as a school, as a family to kind of buffer, make this little barrier around our kids um, or a bubble, if you want to say a bubble, um, but buffer against those negative risk factors. And you're right. Sometimes we can't change the fact that we live in an area that has a lot of gang activity. We may not be able to afford that, but we can spend time. We can talk to our kids. We can set those boundaries. We can do things as a family, whether it's sitting down and having a meal together, dinner, breakfast, snack, whatever it is, to talk and check in so that they feel safe, that they feel connected to you and to their community. Yeah. And I did want to point out, too, we're not just talking about substance abuse uh, and those problems there, but also um, dropping out of school, uh, teen pregnancy, violence, depression and anxiety. These are all these kind of problem or risk factors offsetting with these protective things that you've kind of outlined. Yeah, And actually, these protective factors are really, really good and strong for preventing suicidal um, thoughts and suicidal um, behaviors. So those are the things to think about that as we talk about these things going on in our community, it isn't just one negative outcome. It isn't just underage drinking. It isn't just drug use. It isn't just, like you said, teenage pregnancy or dropout. It's all sorts of things that we can impact by just spending more time. And it does, again, it doesn't have to be these huge, like, oh, we're going to go on a huge family trip and cost thousands of dollars. It could simply be having dinner with your kids or checking in every night. Have it consistent. I love that you brought up traditions. Those are really important. Um, Even in a community, we have a parade every year on a certain day that we always go to as a family. That's a tradition. It's what bonds us to our neighbors and our friends and our family. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, this time of year, trunk or treats, trick or treats, those kinds of things can be a tradition you always do in your community and you get more pride in your community and your family as a result. This was this was so great to speak with you about this, Susanna. Uh, and and again, if anyone um, missed that, that was Susanna Burt, the prevention program manager at the DHS Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health, talking with us about some of these protective factors you can do uh, right now, today, even a little change in your home or in your community to help offset these risk factors. Uh, Speaking of traditions, coming up next, we're going to recap some of the things that you've told us about what you think about Halloween. Some interesting thoughts about when you should celebrate. One person, I just have to throw this in, they say they already have the Christmas tree up, but it's decorated for Halloween. Might need an intervention. We'll talk more about that coming up next on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. All right, we need to wrap up this segment, Todd, with uh, finally getting the rest of uh, picking your brain on Halloween and what people have been writing us. 
Well, yeah, and you know, uh, Jeff just mentioned that seventeen percent of Americans will dress up their pets for Halloween this year, which uh, I don't know. I think that's a little weird. <laughs> I think it is very weird. People have been taking me to task on the text line for making uh, <laughs> making fun of adults who dress up. Pets, come on. Yeah, it's not a human. You know, it could be cute, but. No. Uh, we asked people about some of their uh, traditions. Someone says they like to watch Arsenic and Old Lace on Halloween. Ooh. That is a very good I choice. I was in that play in high school. Were you really? Yeah. What part was it? I was the New York cop. Oh, I saw your lights on. I had to speak with a New York accent. So. <laughs> mm. Can I also pin you down, State Senator Todd Weiler, on a resolution to make Halloween the last Friday or Saturday in October? Uh, I will deeply con- and seriously consider it. Nice. Back to daylight saving. <laughs> Where are we on that? <laughs> There's just not, so daylight savings. You know, we we debate that every year at the Capitol. There's just no consensus. There's about a third that wants to leave it the same. There's a third that wants to do away with it. About a third that wants to stay on daylight savings all year long, which is where I'm at. So. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Uh, also, people texting in saying um, that, again, they're still upset that we said teenagers shouldn't trick or treat. But I do say it's not exercise. For teens. We didn't say all teenagers. We're saying like if you're 17 and a half and been driving for two years, then maybe it's time to And if it's 10 p.m. at night, move on. there yeah, needs to be a time yeah. to stop. And yeah, not after 9 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, but just bringing this up again because um, for those out there who need to know, because someone texted to say that their wife has already put up a Christmas tree, mm. but they've decorated it like Halloween. That's that 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 person needs uh, professional help. <laughs> this, however, the study I cited earlier, people who put up their Christmas decorations earlier are happier, and their neighbors think they're nicer. They think wrong. They... <laughs> that was my Trump impression. Wrong, incorrect. <laughs> that nostalgia, uh, you know. Okay, and also this is news people can use. Tomorrow is National Pumpkin Day. Ooh. So that means there will be deals. That means I need to take my pumpkins on my porch inside so they don't get smashed. <laughs> By teenagers. Yes. What? I said yes. it. Uh, so there's uh, different things. For example, 7-Eleven, you can get a pumpkin spice latte if that's your thing. Baskin mm, Robbins. Not, not my thing. Not mine either, but you know. Baskin Robbins, you can get a free scoop of rich and creamy pumpkin flavored ice cream through the app. You know, my wife made pumpkin pancakes last Saturday and yeah. they were pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't want them all year long, but this time of year. It's yeah. seasonal. I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, Culver's, you can do the salted caramel pumpkin concrete mixer. Did you notice I said caramel and then caramel? Yes. I'm getting everybody yeah. in this. Yeah. Which one is it? Uh, depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> caramel. It's Carmel, California, though, right? Oh, well, that's different. Uh, Duncan, you can get a pumpkin carving stencil if you purchase a dozen donuts. Not the best deal. Uh, let's see. Hobby Lobby, 50% on fall pumpkin candles. Mm. There's just a lot of, oh yeah, it's pumpkin day. How do people determine these? Do we have any state days? Can Um, we figure that out? Well, we have, we have, uh, July 24th, Pioneer Day. There you go. Which you don't want to move to a Friday? No, no, I like the parades. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I agree with you there. So we want to move Halloween. You also say you want to move July 4th. I like to celebrate Independence Day on a Friday. So we get a three day weekend every year. Yeah, because you know when you get July Fourth off on a Wednesday, I guess some people take the Thursday and Friday off, but yeah, it kind of kills the whole week. I get that. And then we didn't even get to talk about um, uh, more about. You said you watch what movie do you watch on Halloween? Oh, we used to watch The Lady in White. The Lady in White. It's kind of scary, but uh, kind of a PG scary. Okay, okay, I'm okay with that too. I think we agreed on a lot of things today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except um, 
let's see. You said it was okay if families dressed up at the same time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, if it's like The Incredibles, if it's something cute. Okay. So. Then we're okay with and that. And I think you'd be okay if they were dressed up as Star Wars, right? I would. Yeah. Star Wars is acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And we all we also agreed that uh, the movies coming out uh, look terrible until Frozen 2 and Star Wars. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I think I definitely- I mean, nobody wants to see a family dress up as Christmas trees. It's just weird. <laughs> Did you see that one- um, when it was like they were all dressed up as dinosaurs and they were holding a baby egg for their announcement. Oh, yeah. That was pretty yeah. cute. I'll allow that, that too. Cute. It's been lots of fun. State Senator Todd Weiler. I'm Mary Richards, morning reporter here on KSL News Radio. On Inside Sources, we've been guest hosting. Coming up next, Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News, all the latest you need to know. And, of course, your traffic and weather together. Coming up next.